it was always thinking I was going to go back to work. I mean, I had this mindset where I had to have a career. I have this degree. I have to contribute to my family. We need mm -hmm. two incomes to have the money we need. Hi guys, I'm your host, Megan Van Diepender, and this is the Empowerhood Podcast. I am so happy to have you here. You know, motherhood is hard, and we are going to talk about all of the hard things that just are not talked about enough. So buckle up and enjoy this episode. Hi, Holly. Hi, good morning. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you. So everyone listening today, we have Holly Rodriguez here. Holly is my sister, my older sister, and a lifelong role model and inspiration to me. Um, and today we're talking a little bit about redefining success as a stay-at-home mom, coming from a career aspect to staying home with your little ones. And Holly is the perfect one to talk to about this because she has done both. She has had the demanding career with children, and um, when circumstances changed for her family, she decided to stay home with her little ones. So we are going to talk through this whole transition and talk a little bit about Holly's experience with the whole entire thing. So Holly, before you jump into your story, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Who is Holly? Sure. Um, I'm Holly. I am married to my husband, Robert. Um, we're just about 15 years and a couple weeks. Will be our anniversary. We have two little boys. One is just turned eight, and one is just turned five. Um, they are about to finish up preschool and second grade. So we're going to do a nice little preschool graduation on Friday with the cap and gown. <laughs> Cue the <Cute>. tears. Um, <laughs> my husband is a football coach. He's coached in college and is currently coaching in the NFL. Uh, so he, we live in Arizona right now. He's coaching for the Arizona Cardinals, and we have moved around a bit. That's the coaching lifestyle that we've had to get used to. And currently I'm staying home with my boys, but I am a licensed attorney in four states. Okay. Now, how did, um, so when you had your first son, my nephew, Caleb, um, now how did this all start? Were you working at the time or did you plan to stay home with him from the beginning? No, I wasn't planning to stay home with him from the beginning. I had my dream job at the time. I was working as an assistant district attorney. I had been there for about six and a half years at that time. Um, I was a rape and child abuse prosecutor, and I, it was my passion. It was what I went to law school to do. I loved doing it. It was a eight to five job, so it was very easy to kind of just um, have my son. I took my paid maternity leave because I worked for a government entity. I had great maternity leave, paid sick leave. So I took my time off, went back to work, was easy to put him into childcare a couple blocks away from the courthouse and drop him off and pick him up every day after work. Mm -hmm. um, it kind of went seamlessly. It's exhausting, obviously, to everybody that's a new parent, but it worked. Mm -hmm. So you guys had, so, and you said your husband was a football coach. So like, where was he during this? Because I mean, I know as your sister, but you know, the audience needs to know like the first year of Caleb, your first son's life. Um, where was your husband during this? So he was, we were living in El Paso, Texas. He was coaching at UTEP, which is the college we both went to. Um, his whole entire family lives in El Paso. And I was actually pregnant with two of my sister-in-laws at the same time that lived in El Paso. We all had our babies within three months. So it was a really fun time. But six weeks before I gave birth to Caleb, my husband had an opportunity to start coaching in the NFL. Um, it was in Minnesota, though, so pretty far away. 
he had to take the job immediately, but it was an opportunity that he could not pass up. So he took the job and I stayed in El Paso because I had paid maternity leave because we owned a house and because all of his family was there. So I had a, a great support system. Um, so I had the baby in El Paso and I stayed there for almost the first 18 months of his life. That wasn't planned. We never thought it would take so long to sell our house. Mm -hmm. um, it got to a point in my job where I was a few months away from vesting in a pension. And so we said, well, wait, now we need to stay to do that. So it turned out that the first 18 months of Caleb's life, I was a single mom in El Paso while my husband worked in Minnesota with the Vikings. Right. I mean, I feel like you say it so casually, um, but like you were a single mom, you had a demanding career. Um, luckily, you did have a lot of support, you said, right, in the area to help you when Absolutely. I don't think I could have asked for more. My okay. in-laws were there. My sister-in-laws were raising babies at the same time. Right. I had everything I needed. Okay. I mean, you say that, but it was a lot, right? I mean, to, to be honest, right? It was a lot, right? Oh, I didn't know any different. He was my first kid. Yeah. I mean, it's all exhausting. I don't think it matters whether your <laughs> husband's there or not. Well, <laughs> when you're the one nursing the baby and, you know, doing all the things, it's, it's going to be tiring. Yeah. Yeah, for oh. sure. I mean, especially when they're that little, it's definitely, you know, it, it's a lot for sure. Um, okay, so fast forward 18 months. So you were by yourself for 18 months. You finally decided to leave your job and move to Minnesota to be with your husband. Yes. And okay. I struggled to find a job in Minnesota, I guess, period, but definitely in the career that I wanted. I could not get a job, another job as an assistant district attorney, county attorney, whatever they called it there. So I just took a job reviewing documents for a large law firm, which was miserable, but it paid the bills. Um, Childcare was much, much more expensive in Minnesota than El Paso. I mean, the cost of living was just through the roof in Minnesota compared to Texas. Mm -hmm. uh, but I thought, well, I paid all this money for a degree and I have to contribute to what my family needs. So I need a job. So I did that. Um, I got another job about eight months later in immigration law. Again, not what I wanted to do, but that job paid a lot better. Mm -hmm. um, by that time, I was pregnant with our second son. And when I was about 20 weeks pregnant with him, I got laid off. Um, that firm just didn't have the money. It was a small firm. They didn't have the money to pay me anymore. Okay. So I was home for 20 weeks to have a baby, which I guess it timed out, right? If you're going to lose your job. Right. Uh but it was stressful because we weren't bringing in any money and you can't just pull Caleb out of childcare or you lose your spot. Right. So it was a stressful time period for us. Okay. Um, now what happened after you had your second son? Like, were you thinking that you were going to go back to work or what was your plan, you know, from there? It was always thinking I was going to go back to work. I mean, I had this mindset where I had to have a career. I have this degree. I have to contribute to my family. We need mm -hmm. two incomes to have the money we need. Uh, we look back on it now and realize we had really sat down and done the math. I never made enough money to even cover their childcare okay. in Minnesota. In Minnesota. But okay. I had never really wanted to stay home mm -hmm. with the kids. And so it just made sense to go get another job, go get another job. Right. It was so, just, a, that wasn't a part of your plan to stay home. You're saying? No, it okay. had never been a part of our plan. Um, so I finally did get another job at a law firm when Jesse was seven months old. Okay. Um, we were actually coming very close to a time period where a deadline that we had set for me to get a job where if I couldn't get a job, we were going to have to pull the kids out of school okay. and I would have to stay home with them. But I did get the job. It didn't pay much, 
but I was learned now I was working for a family law firm that also did criminal defense. So mm -hmm. a little bit more of what I had done before, but not really. Um, I had fun. I worked with people that I liked. Okay. I didn't really enjoy family law. Um, but then COVID hit. Okay. And I didn't have a choice but to stay home, obviously. Right. Uh, we were planning on moving. My husband had gotten another job, a, a better job. He was going back to college coaching, but it was a promotion. He was going from being an assistant to an actual position coach. Okay. So it was going to be a pay increase for him. And then COVID hit and I was stuck at home, mm -hmm. but we also didn't have to pay for childcare. And we realized how much money we were saving. Right. Um, and so when we moved to Minnesota, uh, when we moved from Minnesota to Arizona in the summer of 2020, I was in the process of being licensed in Arizona, but it was taking forever because of COVID. Right. So when we actually made the move, I couldn't work. I wasn't licensed here. Okay. So you're saying it was like pretty much decided for you. So like COVID kind of made you stay home. Um, you left the family law place and then you guys moved and you couldn't work, at least not in law. You could not work in law. Correct. Okay. Yes. So like, how did that feel for you? Like where did you just kind of like, accepted it felt right or did it did you still feel like you needed to continue to look for work or what what were you feeling at the time the plan before covid hit was always it was just i was going to get licensed here and look for work um i don't think that no i know that neither one of us my husband or i realized um the enormity of what kids in school their schedule looks like um caleb was going into kindergarten in the fall of 2020 so our kids had always just been in childcare before right. um but school is just a whole nother ball game. Right. And so it always the plan to get a job here. But once school started and obviously I couldn't work. And at the time I didn't have a problem not working. I mean, it's COVID. You just kind of had to accept it. Right. Yeah. And if you didn't, you'd be even more miserable. <laughs> right. So uh, I didn't have a problem staying home with them. When we moved here, it kind of seemed like the perfect time I could get them into their, their school. We started Jesse, who was only two into a part-time preschool. Okay because he had been in childcare his whole life. So we said, well, let's at least get him in a couple of days a week. And Caleb started kindergarten. Um, Arizona was also more open than a lot of other states. So yeah. we signed them up, Caleb up for hockey. He got to be on a little hockey team that fall. And um, then baseball came and he signed up for baseball. So we were busy. Yeah. <laughs> so you had to drive, and you're saying you had to drive him to all this stuff and Yes. You, you needed to be there after school hours. Well, yeah, I mean, it, we realized quickly that we were either going to have to pay childcare to pick him up, which some people do. You see the buses in the pickup line right. from the childcare facilities, or we're going to have to pay a nanny to pick right. the kids up from school. And his hockey practice started at 445 every Monday. I mean, even right. if I had worked a eight to five job, how do I get him there? How do I pick yeah. him up at school at 330? Right. And again, all the jobs that I wanted to work were not going to pay that much money. Okay. Um, I mean, did you, like, did you ever in your life think you were going to not work a career and stay home with your kids? Like, did you ever have that thought in your mind that that is where you would be right now? No. Probably not until spring of 2021 when my husband and I sat down and just said, we need to evaluate this all. Do I want to get a job? Because I had just gotten licensed a few months prior. And when we really sat down and we crunched the numbers and I just kind of sat back and I said, the kids are doing all these activities. I can't imagine paying somebody else to take my kids baseball or having someone else pick my son up from daycare and he runs to them to give them a hug. It just, it didn't, didn't seem right. It didn't feel right. Yeah. No. 
Yeah. I mean, how has your perspective changed, you know, since you've become a stay-at-home mom? Like, how do you, how do you feel? Did you have like a perspective before of what you thought stay-at-home mom would be like? Or like, what do you feel now? Is it what you thought it was? Part of it it fits into the perspective I had before. Being a stay-at-home mom is hard. It's the hardest job I've ever had. I'm constantly doing something. Yeah. I'm, and you know, everyone says, well, you have that time when they're in school. That time goes by so fast. By the yes. time I finish dropping them off and drive all the way home, and then I have to clean the house. I have to prep meals, to make grocery lists. I have to run any errands that I need to do. It's You look at the yeah. time, and it's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I have to go pick them up already, <laughs> and we're going straight to baseball or hockey or something. And yeah, it's just – it's crazy. Yeah, no, I, I mean – Motherhood is a 24-7 job. So, I mean, it's like whether you have a career or you stay home, you know, you're juggling so much at one time. I mean, I work within the hours of my daughter being at school, and I totally understand what you're saying, like how it just goes by. I feel like I get her on the bus, and, you know, I do my work and whatnot, and then the day is done. I have to walk back to the bus and, you know, get her off. I love being able to do that, but those hours, it's like six hours, it flies. I don't even know where the time goes. It's just gone. Um, so, I mean, it's quick. So I see what you're saying. Like you really have to be very productive to get everything done, whether you're working or not working, um, for sure. So like, did it change, uh, for you? Like when you weren't bringing in money for your family, like how did your perspective change during that? Like you said, you and your husband talked about finances and whatnot. Did you feel differently when you weren't contributing like from your own career? I mean, there's still moments of frustration, especially when I pay the student loan bill every month. (laughs) I mean, it's frustrating that I owe that much money on something that I'm not even using anymore. Right. I mean, I don't think that that's my only source of frustration because, I mean, I I get the division of responsibilities. My husband is bringing in Mm -hmm. enough money for us and we're privileged enough that that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. We also sit down there and realize that if I had been willing to give up my career years ago, we probably would have saved a lot of money in Minnesota. <laughs> because of the childcare, you're saying? Correct. The childcare was just so much money. Yeah. Um, and when you're not making enough money with even my own salary to cover it, it, what's the point? Right. Right. Well, I mean, I feel like a lot of people struggle with the childcare, you know, because it is so expensive depending on what state you live in. And you really do have to make that choice. Like, should my child go to preschool or should my child go to, you know, a daycare, um, over me staying home? I mean, you, cause I don't think, I think a lot of people out there working careers are not making, like their income isn't covering the childcare or their whole income goes to the childcare. Um, so you really have to decide like, well, like you said, I mean, you thought motherhood was exactly what it was, right? Really, really hard staying home with your children 24 seven, right? So mm-hmm. you have to be that type of person to be able to do that, right? Instead of like separating yourself for your career. Cause it is, it's, it's incredibly hard. I think it really is the hardest job out there to be home with your kids all the time. And it can be incredibly isolating too. I yes. think that especially for moms with much younger kids, I mean, I can't have imagined in Minnesota if I had been home with them when they were both little yeah. and they're not involved in all these activities because now I have my baseball mom friends and the right. school mom friends and the hockey friends, you know, and I, I get to go to a, almost an event every night and chat mm-hmm. with the moms and hang out and stuff. But if you have kids that aren't involved in activities and they're just little, they're not there yet. Yeah. Who do you, who do you socialize with? It, it's just, it's not there. It's isolating. Yeah. 
Yeah, totally. I mean, I feel like, you know, sports and all those activities really do give you that social interaction that you need. Um, I mean, I feel like with little kids, you really have to find those groups, you know, like the mom groups or library story time, you know, like that type of stuff where you can go and still talk to adults and not just be home alone. I mean, obviously during COVID, like you said, it was hard like because you couldn't go anywhere. So, you know, those little kids or the babies the moms had no interactions unless it was like virtual, you know, so that's so hard. So thank God, like we've gotten past that. And, you know, if people are staying home with their little, little babies, they can find groups. And I mean, I guess that's a good thing about the internet and social media. Now you really can find any type of mom group, you know, to kind of meet up within your area. Um, But yeah, it is, it's so isolating and not being able to talk to an adult, you know, if you're by yourself all day, um, that's really hard. So, I mean, what would you recommend to moms um, out there right now trying to decide, like, what the right decision is? Like, should I go back to my career after maternity? Um, or should I stay home and save money, you know, instead of putting my kid in childcare or preschool? Um, or maybe someone, you know, pregnant deciding, like, what they want to do after their maternity? Like, what would, what would be your advice? I mean, I would say you have to evaluate a few different things. One, I would say you're never going to regret choosing your child. But I think it's also what kind of job you're going back to. Are you going back to a job that you're passionate about? Because I had no problem going back to my job when I was in Texas because I loved it. It was what I had gone to school for. It was what I enjoyed doing every day. It was part of my purpose at the time. And Obviously, my other purpose became my child, but I felt that I could balance the two equally and provide what I needed to to both of them and give them what they needed, the job and my baby. Um, Obviously, I didn't feel that same way after I had Jesse just because I didn't love the job I was any of the jobs I had done, but I felt like I had to help provide for my family. So I think you need to sit there. And if you don't love the job that you do, then yeah, maybe you need to sit down with your spouse or your partner and evaluate what is feasible because you also don't want to harm your family if your salary is something your family needs right right so people might not have that choice too i guess you know right but you do have to take in the child care because i mean yeah minnesota was just insane and i know there's a lot of other states that child care is just crazy even the amount we pay for preschool here it's cheaper than minnesota but it's a lot of money (laughs) yeah oh yeah i remember that um yeah, preschool was so expensive. And we did a, a nanny part time when Gray was little. And it was I mean, it was still really expensive. But I felt grateful that I was able to, you know, just work part time and, you know, spend the rest of the time with her. Um, yeah, no, I think that's great advice. Because I mean, if it is your passion, even if it's paying the bills or not, you know, maybe that's more, um, you know, for your, your mental health as well. Like, um, like you said, you kind of have to keep your mental health. Um, in advisement because if you don't think you can, you know, do the stay at home mom thing and, um, you know, be home with your kids 24 seven, maybe a job, you know, keeping your job would be the best bet. I found, I mean, I don't know if this happened for you, Hall, cause you went back to work with Caleb right away, but, um, like the first year of my daughter's life, like I could have stayed home. Like I just felt like the first year went, cause there's so many changes and it went by so quickly, like I would have been totally fine not working that whole first year. But of course, careers don't really work that way, right? Like the career that I was in, if I had taken that much time off, I would have lost all my clients, right? So it just 
that didn't work for me. So I think it really depends on like what career or business you're in too. Like, I mean, I've known moms that have taken six weeks off. Like I still took my full maternity, 12 weeks, all that, um, even though I wasn't getting paid. Um, but like my business, I couldn't leave it for that long to be able to do that. Um, but in, if I had that choice and I could have taken the first year, cause I think in Canada, you get a whole year maternity, um, after I think you have in a Europe baby. you do too. You do. Okay. Um, like that would have been just if, you know, in a perfect world where you don't lose clients that quickly or whatever, I think the first year would have been amazing. Like, did you feel that with Caleb or you were just like ready to go back? I don't disagree with you. I, I definitely could have lived like on the first year and stayed home with him. I was sad going back to work. I took 10 weeks. I could have taken 12, but I wanted to save sick leave in case I needed it for doctor's appointments or anything right. that came up. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I did because we did end up needing it. Um, no, I definitely could have stayed home for a year. I wouldn't have had, to have had an issue with that. Um, I felt like I needed to go back. I had like really big trials coming up. Okay. You know, for some yeah. Yeah. rapists, accused rapists and murderers. So I right. felt like I would be letting down the families and victims that right. I was representing. Really important fighting work. For. Yeah. 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 And I had become attached to as well. But no, it was not easy going back right yeah. away. It was I mean, sad. I don't, I don't know if I've ever heard of a mom being like, oh, it's easy. <laughs> Let me just go back to work, you know? No. Um, and I think it's the same goes for if you left your career and didn't go back too. You know, you get to your the end of your, your maternity and you talk to your partner and you're like, I don't want to go back. I think I should stay home. You know, I, I think it's a, it's, it's a really, really hard decision. I don't think it's easy either way. No, I, and I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer either. I think it differs for everyone. Yeah. And sometimes maybe it is just a longer maternity leave that you need. Maybe it's not actually leaving. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it would if I had my perfect world and took a year off, um, I mean, maybe it would have been even harder to go back after a year. You know, maybe that's why they keep it, you know, 12 weeks, which I know some people, like I know our sister-in-law had, they changed it to five months maternity in Boston. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So she got five months off with her third daughter. Um, and I think it was really hard for her to go back to work. We would have to ask her. But I mean, I think the longer you're home, you know, and you get to, like I said, the first year of life for a child, it's just like it's so many milestones, like so quickly. It's just amazing to just be there with them. But I mean, I, I don't have any regrets, you know, of my decisions when my daughter was little. And I mean, I don't think you do either. Right. I mean, you can't like, I mean, you can't really look back and regret that stuff, right? Like you make the decision and you go forward. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Cause we can look back and say financially, it would have benefited us for me to leave my career back in Minnesota. And if I had done that, sure, we would have saved a lot of money, but I, I think it would have been detrimental to my mental health at the time. Right. I mean, at that point I was still hoping that I would get a job that I loved again. Like I did in El Paso and I just kept trying to apply and trying to apply and saying, well, I'll only be at this job for a little while. And I think if someone would have just told me, well, you have to stay home. I, I don't think that would have made me very happy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. my husband was always supportive. Like we actually never discussed staying home. I, I don't even know. You know I mean? That's just the prevalent mindset is, well, you both need to work. You both yeah. have the, I mean, really that you both need to work period, but especially when you have a law degree, Hey, you both need to work. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, of course you're, like you said, you're still paying off your student loans. So, I mean, it feels kind of odd to have all these, um, you know, major degrees that you're still paying for and not using them. 
But I mean, I would say that is a large majority in our, you know, in our society that um, women and men probably have a lot of degrees that they're not using and they end up staying home with their kids. Um, You got to think there's some very educated moms out there that are home, you know, with their children that aren't using their, their degree. And I think that's, I mean, it's totally fine. Like you said, if that's what you really want and that's like your new purpose and passion. Yep. Yeah. Um, so as a stay at home mom, like how has success changed for you? Like, what is a successful day for you? Getting the kids out of the house on time without screaming and yelling in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) So like as a stay at home mom, success means keeping everybody in one piece or like, I mean, what does it mean to you? (laughs) No, I mean, I guess just seeing the kids smile and have fun and tell me at the end of the night, mom, I had a great day. I mean, I have pretty happy kids. The little one is a little fickle, but (laughs) my oldest one is just all mom. I had the best day, the best day. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I guess that's the definition of success. Right. Right. Hey, do they go to bed tired and happy every night? Yeah. And what about you? I mean, what makes you happy now seeing them happy or like what makes you happy now? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm waist deep in it right now of baseball and hockey and soccer and and drum lessons and piano lessons and yeah we're just having fun it's fun to watch them work hard at something and learn that when they work hard they they get better at it and they become confident in it and then they're proud of themselves and yeah it's fun it all is fun yeah yeah that's awesome and they are like such good happy kids I will say that even Jesse he's just (laughs) hilarious um but he's such a sweet kid. He really is. I'm trying to think if I had anything else. Oh, I remember what else I wanted to ask you. Um, so like five to 10 years to now, like, do you consider going back to work sooner than that? Like, what, do you want that career back or what are your plans for the future? I don't think I do want the career back and not that I wouldn't love it. I know I would, if I could get back into an assistant district attorney position or county attorney, I know that I would love it. I loved being a trial attorney. I loved advocating for victims and their families. Um, but I think that I got to do my dream job for almost 10 years. And I think I'm just going to end up looking back on it as a time period in my life where, hey, you had your dream job, but now it's time to move on. That was a different phase. Um, I think I'll work again. I'm even looking into working remotely part-time for a law firm in El Paso, just drafting documents for them um, starting in the fall. Jesse will be going into kindergarten in the fall. Okay. So they'll both be on the same schedule at the same school. <laughs> um, okay. and it, makes, it gives me a little bit more time during the day. Um, my husband has a new position as well. So there's a lot of charity work that I can do through the Cardinals that Mm -hmm. they're going to tell us more about soon, but they've already opened the door to that. Um, I don't know how much work there'll be to do through there because I've also thought about volunteering at a domestic violence shelter or a sexual abuse survivor shelter, since that was my expertise Mm -hmm. at the district attorney's office. Um, so I definitely want to give back some way and use my degree in some way. Yeah, But I don't think that I'll go back at least anytime soon uh, to working a full-time job. And my husband's very supportive of that. When we moved to Arizona, he just said, I don't want you going back to work a job that you hate. If you go right. back to work, I want it to be something that you love. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, who knows, Holly? Like, maybe it could be still within the law, but um, I mean, maybe it's a different passion, you know, that comes up. Um, not exactly what you used to do, but something different and more exciting and, you know, for where you were at now in your life instead of you know where you were before like you said that was a different season right yeah I mean I just I don't think I have to have it there's just been some opportunities that have come open 
that I, oh, okay, but I wouldn't mind working 20 hours a week and just throw the money at my student loans so I can get them paid down. That would be really Very nice. true. Well, yeah, I that. mean, I feel like hearing you say that, though, like really shows me that you have found this new purpose, you know, as a stay-at-home mom. And I think that's so important for people to hear about because um, I think sometimes you feel like lost a little bit when you go from having this career, um, you know, that is so successful, you're so successful and you're defined by it to staying home with your kids. I think it's like a big transition. And like hearing you say that, you know, you don't need that anymore and that you're happy, you know, with your purpose as a mom, you know, you're raising the next generation, right? Um, it's so important and you're so comfortable in it now. So you've like really, I feel like transitioned into this, this role and you're truly happy. I just, I can't imagine anyone else being the one to pick up my kids, to take my kids to baseball, to, you know, I get to be their team mom. I'm gonna, I volunteered to be a room mom next year for kindergarten. You know, those little things, it's, I don't want anybody else to have to do that. And that's more important than any job yeah. that I can work yeah, or bring in. That, yeah, no, I, I mean, I totally agree. I think that's really cool. And um, obviously you're always my inspiration. <laughs> no, seriously though. I think, um, I think everything that you've done and, you know, just gradually kind of making your way to where you are today, you know, and just feeling so comfortable in everything that you do and, you know, really stand by your values and, you know, what you do for your family. Um, I think it's, you know, whether you're in a career or not, it's a different contribution to your family and there's nothing else like it. You know, you can't replace you, right? Like you are it for your family. No one else can do that for you. Like you said, I mean, someone else could pick up your kid, but you're still the mom and, you know, your boys, you're the only mom for your boys, right? So I yes, think that's really and I think important. it also comes down to, I knew what I wanted to do with my life I, when I went to law school and I was getting to do it when I had Caleb, but when you're really confronted with why did we have kids? I didn't have kids to just pay somebody else to watch them. Like I had kids to spend time with them, to, to get yeah. to know them, you know, to be there for them. And if I'm working this career, it, I just got to the point where what am I choosing? Am I choosing me or am I choosing them? It's different right. if you have to bring in money, but at this point I didn't have to. Right. And so I felt like, the more important thing is to choose them. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, do you feel like over the years, all these like lessons and different circumstances have, you know, brought you to where you are today? Do you have any regrets? No, no regrets. Not at all. I mean, there were tough times. Not all of it was easy. Right. Um, but no, I mean, sometimes, I mean, even when my husband got the job offer to go to Minnesota, you're sitting there and you're just saying this job offer is so incredible, but is this the worst possible timing ever? <laughs> I don't think you specified when he got this offer, you were like about to go into labor. Like yeah, it was six you weeks say before. stuff very nonchalantly and you know, you're just like such a tough person that you don't like specify that you went into labor by yourself um, and your husband had to fly on a plane to get back for the birth of your son. Well, I mean, there's two ways you could go. You could either just take it in stride and take a breath and say, all right, this is what we're going to do. Or two, I could become hysterical and lose my mind. Well, I think someone would probably be like, no, you're not going. But of but course, I mean, I mean, it was a huge opportunity. It and, was a huge opportunity. Yeah. I mean, we knew that in the long run, it was going to benefit all of us. Yeah, absolutely. And it was something he could not turn down. It just really, we do look back on it. And even he says, he's like, was that the worst possible timing? I mean, we know that God works everything out. And if he hadn't taken that job, we wouldn't be here in Arizona right now. 
Yeah. I mean, it's crazy all the connections you make just because of the one few little decisions. Oh, yeah. I mean, everything happens for a reason. I mean, for sure. Even if you don't know what that reason is, like, while it's happening. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think you said something to me like, you plan and God laughs or something like that. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, I do truly believe that because, you know, he has a plan for us, of course, and we can make our own plans. But ultimately, you know, what's going to happen is going to happen. That's meant for us to happen. And yeah, I mean, if you look back, it's like all these little stepping stones of like, you know, what brought you to where you are today. And uh, hard things make us stronger, right? You've definitely done a lot of them. And yeah, I'm super proud of you for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Anything else you want to add for listeners out there, Holly? Like any advice that you can give them? I don't think so. No. Stay true to yourself. (laughs) Follow your heart. (laughs) Follow your heart. Make plans. Your your mama instinct knows what's best. Yeah. No, I really – I do believe that too. Mom intuition, that's a real thing for sure. Yeah. We call Um, it mama magic over here. How did you know I was doing that? That's what they say to me. I'm like, mama magic. (laughs) (laughs) Mama magic. All right. Well, thank you so much. I think I asked everything, but I really do think that, um, you know, anybody out there listening, like whatever you're going to decide or need to decide for your family and your circumstances, you know, it will be the right decision. And even if you make mistakes or go through hard times, it's all, you know, going to work out for the better. You might not see it yet, but in the future, it will all work out. So I hope this helps. Thank you guys for listening. Holly, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. (laughs) All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Empowerhood is brought to you by Flourish Everyday Coaching. Check them out in the link below. And again, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. If you could take 60 seconds of your time and leave us an Apple review, this helps share the news about this podcast and help women all over the world. If you want to see the video version of this podcast, you can go to our YouTube channel and subscribe there. Thank you so much. And we'll see you at the next episode.